it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. Today's episode is episode 59, SEO 101 with Caitlin Strempel. So Caitlin is someone we've worked with for the past year. She's been in our business accelerator program, and now she's actually a part of our mastermind for 2020. And she is passionate about SEO, which I absolutely love about her. She works with purpose-driven entrepreneurs to support them in utilizing SEO in their business to get ranked as number one in Google. And one of the things that I also admire about Caitlin is moving past any fear that comes up for her in her life and her business. She had a very traumatic experience when her son was born, and it really helped her put things into perspective and make some big decisions in her life on behalf of what she knew she was meant for. So I know today's episode is truly going to inspire you and remind you that anything is possible and that your fear is not real. So it's time to take hold of your dreams and move forward and take that massive action. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone, it's Emily Williams, and I have Caitlin Strempel here with me. As you heard, she's an incredible SEO expert and actually one of our current clients and a member of our I Heart My Life Mastermind for 2020. So welcome, Caitlin. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So one of the questions I always ask all of our guests on the I Heart My Life show is a little bit about how you got started as an entrepreneur. Because most people, at least who I speak to, it wasn't necessarily part of the agenda or they had some reason that kind of uh, got them into this work that was really powerful, that helped them go, you know, move forward towards that direction. So can you take us back and tell us a little bit more about your journey towards owning your own business? Definitely. So. I'm going to go back to college. So after changing my major a few times, I landed on advertising strategy and really fell in love with advertising and went straight into working into the advertising and marketing world and uh, just fell in love with the digital aspect of it because not only is it creative and you still get to think strategically, but um, I love the analytic side of things. And I... I was working in, you know, corporate side is what they call it, um, for several years and always really liked my jobs. I was very comfortable. I loved my, my colleagues, my bosses, but I always felt like there was something more. And I would always leave a job after a few years feeling very restless. And, and at that time, I didn't really know what that meant, but I, I knew that there was something else and I, I would feel something. Um, so fast forward quite a few years later, when we had my first son, Wyatt, we found out at two months that he was born with a heart defect. So we were at his two-month appointment from his doctor, immediately told to go to the hospital. And we were in the hospital for a few days monitoring him until you know we could get him in for his heart procedure. Um, obviously two months as a new mom, it was the scariest time of my life and actually pretty devastating for us all. And it was a huge blur. Um, so after his surgery, I remember, I remember sitting there and holding him and thinking, I just went through the scariest time of my life. And I don't know if anything else is going to be scarier than that. And, you know, a, a few weeks went by and then all of a sudden it hit me that, you know, who was I living my life for? What, what do I really want to do? And I knew I didn't want to go back and work for anybody else. And I knew that 
it became quite clear at that time that the reason why I was feeling restless, the, the reason why I had that feeling of wanting more was because that's what I truly wanted. I wanted more for myself and I was just too scared to leave comfortable to go to a much better, better life. So that's what prompted me going off my own, starting my own business, um, you know, to be there for my son, but also to help myself live out my purpose and help others live out their purpose as well. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that that's a very personal story and that's what I find with most of our guests and, and honestly, all of our clients, there's a reason and a big why for what it is that you're doing in the world. Um, so take us back to that period of time where you got that clarity, you made that decision, you recognized that it wasn't just feeling like you were meant for something big and staying in corporate and staying in the same role. It was now time to take action on that. So what was your first step? I... I honestly, I reached out to everybody I knew and asked them if they wanted advertising help. It actually, it was, it was interesting because I literally had something switch in my head where I just wasn't scared anymore of that aspect, you know, because I went through something so scary and I was able to step back and really see that going after my dreams wasn't scary, you know, in the, in the scheme of life. So I had a website, created a website and reached out to everybody I knew and just honestly just took action and hit the ground running. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I feel like people everywhere needed to hear that because we're so foc we're so focused on those fears that aren't actually real. There are things that probably won't even happen. But like you said, you went through an experience that truly was right there in your face, and it was the scariest thing you've ever been through. And that that was real fear. And oftentimes we think about starting the website, we think about reaching out to a potential client, we think about moving forward with a dream, and all all these fears surface. But like you said, you were able to compare those to that real fear that you experienced with your baby. And they no longer had power, you were able to focus on the thing that you really wanted and the life that you wanted to create for yourself. Totally. And I that still creeps up too for me that fear. And it's usually when it you get in your head, and then it feels so big. But it's just all about stepping back and just kind of looking at the bigger picture and realizing it. And that's what I realized coming out of that was, Oh, hold up, like take a step back and look at, you know, what really is scary and what really is not. Yeah, exactly. So you reached out to all these people who you knew might need advertising support. Do you remember getting your first client? I do. So I was actually at um, our gym and I was talking to somebody, this guy about it, and um, told him what I was doing, my background. And he could honestly just tell from how passionate I was. And literally within that week, he hired me. Wow. And I didn't even Love know it. he was looking for anybody. So, I mean, he just, you know, it just talking about it and getting out there and you just never know who's listening and who needs your help. Exactly. Yeah. I think so often we overthink things and we think that it's going to be difficult to find those clients potentially in the online space or somewhere else. And we, we oftentimes overlook our current network and the people who are literally right around us. Totally. And then if you're, you know, talking about it, if you're passionate, people see that and they're attracted to that. Yeah. Brennan Burchard talks about how enthusiasm, it truly outweighs any sort of preparation, any structure, just that enthusiasm is infectious and people can see your passion for it. Yeah, totally. And I, that's good for me because, you know, one of my weaknesses is the selling part of it. But if you're so passionate, I think, you know, you pretty much sell it unintentionally. <laughs> 
Right. Okay. So let's go, let's really dive deeper with that. So I know a lot of people feel the same way. They start a business, they're passionate about it. But then when it comes to the sales process, they trip themselves up. There's a lot of fear and insecurity. So what's been some of the things or some of the mindset shifts or beliefs that you've had to create in your own life in order to become better at sales? Oh, well, it's still a work in progress. But the one thing that helps me is, you know, going back to my purpose and my why and just reminding myself of that before I hop on the call and then getting in there and passionately talking about what makes our company different, what makes me different and you know, why they should work with me in a way that doesn't even feel salesy. It's just kind of talking about why we love to do what we do. Exactly. Totally. So you got that first client. What were the next steps that you took to grow your company? Because at this point, the time we're recording this, you have you, you celebrate five-figure months consistently. You have a team. You've grown your agency. You're doing incredible, incredible work. Your clients are getting ranked number one on Google. And you're thriving. So what's happened between getting that first client to today? I think it just kind of snowballed. So we got a presence online. Again, I wherever I go, whoever I see in person, I tell them what I'm doing. And I ask them what they're doing. We just kind of get into a discussion. And then referrals based on top of that. So even if these people I'm talking to don't need me, they down the line eventually know people that need me. And then we'll get referrals that way. And just, I think, consistently showing up too. And people seeing me and, you know, growing that like, know, and trust factor. Exactly. So I know a lot of people listening, they maybe are new entrepreneurs, or maybe they already have a business that's grown and they're doing really well. But tell people a little bit about how they can utilize SEO. What are some of the top tips that you give people, even if they haven't yet thought about SEO and the impact that it's going to have on their business? Yeah. So I love SEO because... The people who are typing in to Google, they are actively searching for what you have to offer. They need you and they're ready to buy. So essentially, you're going after the low-hanging fruit. And they say that when people search on Google to buy something, they purchase within 48 hours. So it's if you're not showing up for those people who need you, somebody else is and that company is getting that sale. So if you're not showing up on Google when people need you, it's a huge missed opportunity if you're not there. Um, and, and to go ahead and to get started, I would say, um, you know, there's, I like to start off with these first three steps. And I would say that the first step is getting yourself up on Google analytics, Google search console, they're free platforms from Google. And it gives you that information that you need to figure out where your visitors are coming from and how your website's ranking. And it's fun because if you actually start with that step and then you start taking the steps to optimize for SEO, you can actually see yourself rising up in the ranks and driving more traffic to your website. Great. What are the next steps? So yeah, that's the first step. Then step number two is just taking a look at your website and tidying it up a bit. So what's the experience like when people get there? And, um, you know, are you, is your website, does it look like it's from the eighties or does it look like, you know, it's modern and today it doesn't need to be this great miraculous website, but it does need to look you know, somewhat up to date and it needs to, it needs to really talk to your brand and who you are and really tell your brand story. So I tell people all the time that we can get their website to the top of Google, but if they don't have a great experience on site, Google's going to kick them right back down. So it won't even matter. So it's, you know, a first great step is just, you know, looking at your website and seeing what can you update to make it look more appealing. 
Um, great tip. And I think it's so important to have a, a high level brand. And this, like you said, it's not about being perfect. It's not about having all the bells and whistles, but what is the user experience? And I think one of the best ways to really get an idea of that is to have your team members or even friends or colleagues check out your website and record their experience because we're often too close to our websites. And of course, we know where everything is located. Maybe we even built it. And it's important to get that outside feedback. Yeah, totally. And especially it's so good to get an outside perspective. Just be like, hey, does this sound like me? You know, because you don't want a website that is a Wikipedia page. You want it to be, you want it to essentially reflect who you are. Right. Great. And what's step number three? So step number three would be your keyword research. So it sounds complicated, but it's not at all. I use a free tool called Uber Suggest. And keywords are what you put into the copy of your website. So Google can read your website and understand what you do and who they need to make sure you show up for. So if you do the work on your website, Google will take care of the rest. So Uh, Let me give an example. So for me, I would look for certain keywords such as SEO consultant, SEO marketing agency, things like that. And I would go to this Uber Suggest website, type it in, and they will give you a score on if it's a good keyword or not. So if it's a good keyword, just take that keyword, pick a page you want to put it on and sprinkle it naturally into your copy just to make sure that you're at least getting across what you want to get across about what your company is about. So um, a good example I can give is if you land on a homepage, a, a very common mistake that I see is a headline is like, Hey, it's me, Caitlin, like so great to meet you. But that doesn't tell Google or anybody else what you actually do or what problem you solve. So it's really just looking at strategically and, you know, maybe you remove that headline and put in, you know, SEO market agency for whoever you serve. Just little tweaks like that. So the headline, would that be the first piece of copy that is on your website? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that stuff is so simple. I think people get overwhelmed when they hear the phrase SEO and they think that it's going to be really complicated. They think that um, it's going to require a huge team to implement it. But these three things are something that anyone can do. Absolutely. Yeah. So it really makes it easy, especially if you break it down in those three steps for sure. Love it. And what would be the next level steps for someone who say already has that in place and now they're looking to go up the ranks in Google? What would have to happen next? I would say you're going to get into the more technical side of things. So, um, you know, your title tags and your meta descriptions is probably the the first two top technical things you want to work on. So what those are is when you type in to Google and I say Google, but really it could be any search engine. It could be being Yahoo you'll see those blue links that you can click out. That's your title tag. And the description underneath that is the meta description. And again, this is really easy to implement. It sounds hard, but every single website builder has this. So um, you can go to Squarespace, you can go to Wix and just go to the page settings under SEO. And it'll tell you, it'll say, put your headline here, put your page description here. Take those keywords that you researched and put a headline in, put you know, put something in your meta description that has that keyword, but also has a really great call to action to drive people to your website. That's a really great step um, going beyond just that. And also too, um, it's just, again, taking a step back and being very intentional about your marketing as a whole. So when you're on Instagram, maybe one post a week, you know, you're going to 
uh, write a blog post, go back and talk about it on your Instagram. But instead of just throwing the kitchen sink in and telling everybody about what you just posted about, give a really great hook and send them back to your website. Oh, that's great. I love that. Thank you for sharing those tips. So Caitlin, I'm curious a little bit more about your journey and what's really gotten you to this place. Because I know, you know, we've been working together for the past year or so, and you've achieved some really great results. I mean, you were sharing recently with me that you've doubled your monthly income, you've overhauled your mindset, you've hired and built a team, you've developed marketing funnels, you've launched some courses. So can you talk a little bit about any of the personal shifts that you truly had to make to become that next level version of you and that next level business owner? Yes. So there are are quite a few actually, but we'll get into a few. So I think the biggest thing for me was transforming my mindset. Um, That helped me really start to dream big and believe that I could take those next step actions and really achieve those goals. That was huge for me. And on top of that, actually just, you know, believing in myself that I could do it and knowing that because I had that want for more, I could go after that and be successful at it. So give yourself permission as well. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's something we hear all the time on the show is this, 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 I guess, willingness to give yourself permission to go for what it is that you're being called for. Do you feel that you were raised with a mindset that uh, allowed for you to dream big? I think I was. I was never really around an entrepreneurial you know, family member, but I always had a family that was like, you know, do what you love, do what you love. But I also... There was the other side of things where it was like, very conservative about, especially about money. So it's like, you know, make sure that you always, you know, you, um, you're saving, 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 but a big mindset shift that I had to change was that, you know, my business isn't about, you know, me going into target and having a budget that I'm working with. It's thinking like a, the CEO of actually investing to grow. Yeah, that's a great example. I had somebody come to me the other day and she, well, she actually emailed my team and she said, you know, I'm going to be leaving the monthly membership because I'm committed to being debt free in 2020. And I appreciate that goal, but the monthly membership is $47 a month. And I was thinking to myself, isn't that $47 a month going to get her far more results than saving $47 a month? Like, couldn't she use that to make a lot more money? And the answer is, of course, yes, I'm confident in what we're offering. (laughs) But that's not the natural way for people to think, especially when it comes to budgeting and money and debt and having savings. Um, So I totally hear what you're what you're saying, because in order to be that next level CEO and that business owner, it takes thinking in a different way, especially when it comes to money. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that there's, you know, your personal finance side of things, but then there's the business finance side of things. And every single large successful business out there has an investment plan. And that's why they're growing. That's why they're the top of the top. Exactly. Yeah. So in terms of us and our work together, I'd love for you to share a little bit more with everyone listening in terms of any other um, mindset shifts that came up for you or any other ways in which that you had to become that next level version of yourself. Trusting myself and being able to let go and build a team. That was a huge thing for me as well. Um, is, you know, even though I was scared to let go and scared to build because it meant, again, investing more 
um, that it was worth it because once you make those really great investments, you can work on your business and grow your business and bring in more money. So that was a second one. And a third big one that I've learned from you guys is just how vital it is to network and get out there and connect. Yeah, I know that you've been doing that a lot. You've been going to events. You're actually hosting your own workshop in early 2020. So can you tell people, was that easy for you? Or are you somebody who was hesitant to put yourself out there in that way? <laughs> I was totally hesitant. I laughed because I literally just had a conversation with my husband that was that I said, 2019 was like the year I rose from the ashes and turned into an extrovert because <laughs> <laughs> I was an introvert. And I was like, oh, I don't know anybody at these events. Like, I don't want to go, you know? But you start going and you realize if you just go once, it's not scary. People are there for the same exact reason. Most people don't know anybody there and they're looking, they're there to connect. And once you make you know, one connection, it lights you up. You really see the value in it. And it really, for me personally, it fulfills me to create those connections with like-minded women, like-minded um, business entrepreneurs. And it really beyond just you know trying to get a, them to be a client... It's just building that relationship that will ultimately grow your business and just, I feel like, your personal fulfillment. Yeah, it's so true. I think we do get sucked into sitting behind the computer, doing things on our own. And when we get out there and we make those connections, it makes a world of difference. We feel less alone. We feel connected. We feel like there's people who have our back. There's that synergy. There's also people who could refer you to their clients or their connections. And so your business grows. And so I think, you know, for anyone listening who is more of an introvert, Caitlin's saying that you can start to transform that. And you're not going to feel alone once you get to those events. There are tons of people who are introverts and people who are hesitant to be there just like you, but it's totally worth your time and energy to show up. It really is. I mean, I think that was the biggest takeaway for me in 2019 is showing up in person and really building connections. Yeah. And I just wanted to really champion you, Caitlin, because again, a lot of people might be listening and they hear everything you've done. You've grown this great business. You have this team, you're, you're working with incredible clients. And sometimes people wonder what is the difference between someone like you and then that person who, yes, has the desire to start something, but doesn't actually do it. And I have to say that what you do is you actually show up in every sense of the word and you are willing to take a look at okay, where am I holding myself back? Or where can I tweak this belief? Or where can I attend another event or raise the bar or move past this fear? You're willing to really look at yourself and see where those growth edges are, and then lean in. And you are one of those people in our program that is always asking questions, always showing up, always participating. You're you're moving forward with any of the exercises that we suggest. You're willing to have the coaching and the feedback. And I just wanted to share that because I think a lot of people, like I said, they want to know the difference between people who are successful and those who aren't. And that willingness to learn and, and really lean in, I think, is one of those things that truly sets you apart. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you do the work and you show up. Yeah, I've so definitely... I'd love for you to oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I definitely made a promise to not let fear stop me. And I think that that's a huge thing is, you know, even if there is fear, just keep on going. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that I know is in store for you next year, like I mentioned, is the workshop that you're hosting. Um, what else do you have planned for 2020? What does that year look like for you? Really growing my team and to continue networking. 
And I'm so excited because obviously I'm going to be at your event in January. And I think that's going to be such a great way to, to kick off the year and really create some amazing connections going into 2020. Yeah. So can you tell us some tangible ways you already mentioned, um, some of the ways that events have changed your life, but can you tell us some of the tangible results you've gotten from showing up in person? Yeah. So it's really put me as an authority in the space. So if people, they might not need me to be their client, but they like me to show up and maybe, um, provide a Q and a session for, for their clients or, you know, their group that they're part of. And then of course, eventually down the road, we'll get clients that way as well. And, um, just getting on people's recommendation list, which is what I think and having other people champion for me versus me just going out there and champion for myself. I think that's been a huge one again, because you're seeing people face to face and people are really getting to know you and they're really getting to like you and, and trust you. Yeah, I think it's the best way to really stand out to people in terms of being um, front and center. If they're if one of their friends or colleagues is looking for an SEO referral, then they've literally just met you, and that connection is so much stronger than if they had like happened upon your website or saw a Facebook ad or whatever that may be. You will leave a more a lasting impression and be on the tip of their tongue when anyone comes to them for that referral or that connection. Yeah. And I totally capitalize on networking too. So, you know, I'll go and I'll meet these people and I don't stop there. Like I'll reach back out to them within the first few days and say, Hey, let's go grab lunch or Hey, let's go get coffee. Not to pitch them anything, but literally just to make a connection. That's such a great reminder. Yeah. And I think people forget that Although we're all looking for more clients, we want to create more sales in our company. There's something to be said for people who are are fans of your work and people who are going to refer you to others. And so even if someone isn't a direct client, they can be a direct link to clients. And so it's so important to to create those connections and that and to, to build up that that kind of roster of fans and people who love what you do as well as your clients. Yeah, absolutely. And so for you next year, what else is in store? So we mentioned the workshop, we mentioned you growing, anything else that you're particularly excited about? Oh, the mastermind. um, And just to keep on learning and to keep on growing my mindset. I feel like, you know, the more I grow, you know, the more those fears that we talked about start popping up and the more we need to deal with that. And, um, Getting, getting my personal message out there for everyone else as well and making sure that I'm driving as much impact as I can. And one of the other things I'm searching for here, Caitlin, is a word that you told me is important for you, which is having fun next year. Yes. Oh, yes. And having fun, of course. And you know, making sure that while I am still growing, I'm taking a step back and enjoying the ride and making sure that I still have time for myself and my family for sure. Yeah, I think the reason I bring that up is I think oftentimes we start our business and we're obviously so driven and we want to create an impact. We want to serve clients. And sometimes we do forget about ourselves or we forget that one of the reasons why we started this company is to have more fun and to have more freedom. And so I wanted to bring that that topic up here today because I know that it's one of your intentions for the new year and for you to, to put some of that focus back on you and having space for you and your family and feeling that joy that we all deserve to experience. And one of the things I think you've done an incredible job at this year is putting that team in place because when we were mapping out your 2020, 
it was now obvious to you that you have a lot of initiatives and things that you're doing in your company that don't actually need to involve you anymore. So how does that feel? It feels so good. I mean, it makes me, it opens up my mind and it kind of takes off a lot of baggage that was in there for me to think even bigger and go after bigger dreams. And also again, having that fun and making sure I have that time for myself too. Love it. So I know you're going to be at I Heart My Life Live. Any other events that you're planning to attend next year where people can meet you? As of now, I have your event, of course. And then uh, my workshop event in March, I have in Arizona. And so far, nothing yet planned. But um, I, I'm always looking for network opportunities and events to go to. You'll be around, I'm sure. Yeah, I will absolutely be around. (laughs) Awesome. So yeah, for anyone listening who wants to attend I Heart My Life Live, we'll put the link in the show notes is iheartmylifelive.com. But Caitlin's going to be there so you can meet her. You can meet all our other uh, clients and panelists who are there to not only um, offer their expertise, but offer a friendly face. If you're feeling insecure, feeling like you're alone and you don't know anyone, Caitlin will for sure be there and be excited to meet you. Um, and this is what we're talking about. It's it's putting yourself in the room, putting yourself in the room so you can meet people like you, Caitlin, who have gone to the next level, who have done the work, moved past fear, and can be that reminder of what's truly possible when you put yourself in the game and you show up on behalf of your dreams. Yes, absolutely. Definitely come say hi. I absolutely love meeting everyone and anyone. Awesome. And the final question for you, Caitlin, is something we ask all of our guests here. So how would you recommend that our listeners create a life better than their dreams? What's one way? One way would be, you know, if you have that, that little voice, that little calling in your heart, that's telling you for more or that there's something you need to go after to really trust that and to push past the fear and follow it. It's there for a reason. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I really appreciate your time. Loved having you on the show today. And I know your story has inspired a lot of people. Um, I think it lends itself so well to inspire all those moms out there who, you know, their kids are an inspiration for them, but maybe they're holding themselves back from going to that next level for fear or whatever it is, hesitation. Um, You are such an example of what's possible. I know that you have your little boy on some of our coaching calls and he's adorable. Um, And it is possible to do both and to have that dream as well as um, the life with your family. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thanks, Caitlin. I hope you loved today's episode and that you finally realized that your fear does not get to run the show any longer or hold your dreams hostage. As Caitlin mentioned, you can move through that, move past it and move forward with your dreams regardless of where you're at right now today. And if you're interested in working further with us, just like Caitlin did, email our team at info at I Heart My Life for more information about our business accelerator programs, as well as our high level mastermind. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.